Welcome to the second season of One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who tend to check out when life becomes too much. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy we are, it's important to periodically pause and check in, not only with ourselves, but with others. That's how we stay connected to the present moment. And that's how we stay connected to God, because that's where God is, right here, right now. The one word check-in is a practice that summarizes feelings in one word. We check in with ourselves and name our well-being for the day, week, or season of life. I'm Pastor Christy and I'm glad you're here in this moment. I invite you to check in and think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, I know. So hyphenated words and phrases are okay. Are you ready? It's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection centered on one word that can be used in meditation and self-reflection throughout your week. The word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Now this podcast coincides with Exploring Scripture, a community that practices Lexia Divina together. If you'd like more info about Exploring Scripture, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, foothillsumc.org. Get comfortable and open yourself to the word that God has for you today. The scripture for this week is John 11. 32 through 44, the raising of Lazarus. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench, because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, 
Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. In this scripture, Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. Lazarus was sick, and when his sisters Mary and Martha realized that he would not recover, they sent word to Jesus to come and heal him. Jesus did not hurry back. But when he did return, Mary was so distraught by her brother's loss, she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, some people were so upset, they questioned Jesus as to why he didn't heal Lazarus like he had healed the blind man. This scripture shows us how grief manifests in many different ways and how Mary and the others call for Jesus to heal, yet still put stipulations on Jesus' power. We cannot fathom the way Jesus will work in a situation. We only have our limited understanding about what we think is possible. However, Jesus does heal Lazarus. He brings healing in the only way Jesus knows how, to glorify God. Jesus was not just dragging his feet to return in his own sweet time. Healing Lazarus through resurrection pointed to the incredible work that was about to unfold with Jesus' own resurrection, so the timing was important. Lazarus's resurrection was meant to show us that resurrection is possible for all of us through Jesus' resurrection. This story about Jesus raising Lazarus is really about Jesus raising all of us. So how does resurrection work? Well, first, Jesus uses others to help remove what prevents resurrection. Jesus asked the others to take away the stone, so nothing prevented Lazarus from coming out of the tomb. When the barrier was removed, Jesus then called out to Lazarus by name, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus came out of the tomb, still bound, and Jesus told them, unbind him and let him go. Lazarus was still bound, and others had to unbind him. We often think we have to dig ourselves out of our tombs, but here we see that Jesus sends people to help Lazarus before and after. Lazarus couldn't free himself, 
He needed Jesus and the others to empower him. Resurrection for us is not a one-time solitary experience. When Jesus brings people together who work together for healing, resurrection is possible. New life is created. What was it that brought Lazarus to life? Yes, it was the power of Jesus, but what specifically reached Lazarus? Was it a personal connection? Jesus wept for the loss of Lazarus and showed great empathy for his friends and family. Was it Jesus' words that brought Lazarus to life? Perhaps these are the exact words Lazarus needed to hear. Perhaps Lazarus needed to hear Jesus call him by name. Was it the people who made it possible for Lazarus to come out of the tomb? I mean, Jesus asked the others to take away the stone and unbind him. Maybe it wasn't one thing. Maybe it was all of these that worked together that raised Lazarus from the dead. We know it was ultimately the power and love of Jesus that resurrected Lazarus, but Jesus did not act alone. When we find ourselves buried in our tombs, Jesus often doesn't act alone. He directs people to remove our stones, the stones that keep us buried. Now, sometimes we don't want others to smell our stench. We'd rather keep it buried behind a secure stone than receive life. Perhaps because we've accepted the fact that that part of our lives is dead. It's safer to let it stay buried than believe it can be resurrected. Jesus doesn't shy away from the stench our situations and our lives have become. If we believe that Jesus can remove our stones, then we can receive new life. The part of us that is dead can be set free. It may not be exactly how we think or want Jesus to heal us, but if we remove the stipulations we put on Jesus, we can be healed. Jesus calls to us, by name, and his words bring us life. He resurrects us from our tombs and sends others to unbind us. Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. May God's grace and peace surround you this day.